0: Listen, Kyrie's a he's he's a weird guy, right? right? I get it. He's a weird guy, but Kyrie doesn't really have that kind of pull, man. This is all about KD. The whole reason Kyrie is there is because of KD. The whole reason uh, um, DeAndre Jordan is there is because of KD. It ain't because of Kyrie, right? It, it, Kyrie can't be like, look, I I need so and so here and I need this player here. They don't they don't care about that. They care about making KD comfortable. Mm-hmm. So that's why those players are there. That's why Kenny Atkinson had to go, and that's why Steve Nash is there. there, there, there.
1: It's the Lunch Break Hot Take with Jose and Brodney. Are you ready? Yeah. We're already recording.
0: All right, so what's going on, Lunch Breakers and Takers? This is another episode of the Lunch Break Hot Take. I am Jose.
1: And this is Brodney.
0: And we got some NBA news to discuss on this episode.
1: Yes, yeah, so, no, absolutely. Uh, Greg Popovich's house on the market. He's on his way to not Brooklyn. Not Brooklyn. Not Brooklyn.
0: As some of you guys may know, uh, I am a Brooklyn Nets fan and been very excited by the moves they've made the last couple of years. I anticipate they're going to make some big moves and, and they have. They, they brought in KD and Kyrie and you know uh, they didn't play this year, but they were expected to play next year and we're expected to compete for a championship. There were some talks briefly uh, uh, rumors that the Nets were going to go after Greg Popovich. And like B said, you know, he put his house on the market and you know, like any, any Nets fan, I got excited. Mm -hmm. And then the very next day uh, comes out that they signed Steve Nash to be the next Brooklyn Nets head coach.
1: And that's your own fault for thinking that Nets fans can have nice things. Well, we do. We still have nice things. Look, we're not the Knicks. Oh, really? Do it? Because as far as I can tell, Kevin Durant hasn't played a game in Brooklyn. (laughs) And who knows if he ever will. We still made the playoffs, though. Still made the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Clap it up. Clap it up.
1: Made the playoffs in a league where more than half the teams go. Unbelievable.
0: No, only half. Only half. It's more than
1: half. No. It's It's only 30 30... teams. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Not this year, though. You can feel it cheapening. Oh uh, no, right. no, no! Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. It's still this year. Yeah, uh, we still made it. There's some people that do <laughs> Congratulations, it. the Knicks didn't make it. still got swept. Whatever. The, the, the Knicks are cursed. That doesn't count. Like, so, don't um, don't kick a team when they're down like that. Yeah.
0: So so really, at the heart of it, um, it's it's been some uh, national talk discussion about this, which I'm glad, right? Um, but the 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 discussion has come up about black head coaches not receiving a fair opportunity to uh, Mm -hmm. get these jobs and while i'm a steve nash fan right and i don't necessarily think um it's going to hurt the team in any way right i would have rather seen a black head coach there now there's some different layers to this because you can look at one on one side and say hey these organizations don't hire enough uh black gms black coaches Etc. right? And the organization needs to do something about that. But the other side is the players too, right? I think the players, especially in the NBA, star players have a lot of pull, right? Yeah. Which, is why Nash, which, is, which is why Nash is there in the first place. We'll get to that in a minute. But I think you need to have more players rally for these black coaches because if they do, they're going to be there. That's exactly mm-hmm. why Ty Lue got a job in Cleveland because LeBron wanted David Black gone. So he was gone. And they're like, look, bring in Tyloo," right. and And it worked out for them. Now, when, you, when you're a superstar like that, when you're a superstar like LeBron, KD, Kawhi, you know, you call the shots, right? Those teams want you there. They know you know what you're doing. They have that faith in you. And they say, if those players say, look, I work better with, with so-and-so, they're going to do their best to bring in those type of players that match, what you, match your skill set. They're going to bring in a coach. That matches your, you know, your your personality and skill set, and I think that's exactly what Brooklyn did. I think Katie wanted Steve Nash there. Steve Nash and and, and Kevin Durant had a relationship previously in Golden State. Nash worked for the team occasionally, yeah, yeah, and apparently um, Nash was one of the people that Katie consulted before signing with uh, Golden State, and they're said to have, you know to constantly work out together, stuff like that. So I think it's one of those things where Katie just, just felt comfortable with them, Yeah, which is why, which is why mm-hmm. Kenny Atkinson got fired in the first place because there's no reason to fire Kenny Atkinson. He's an excellent coach. Right. Uh, but I like how
1: also that, that got put on Kyrie.
0: Yeah. And not, yeah. And it, not Kevin Durant. Listen, listen, Kyrie's a, he's, he's a weird guy, right? Yeah. I get it. He's a weird guy, but Kyrie doesn't really have that kind of pull, man. This is all about KD. The whole reason Kyrie is there is because of KD. The whole mm-hmm. reason uh, um, DeAndre Jordan is there is because of KD. It ain't because of Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it, Kyrie can't be like, look, I, I need so-and-so here, and I need this player here. They don't, they don't care about that. They care about making KD comfortable. Mm-hmm. So that's why those players are there. That's why Kenny Atkinson had to go, and that's why Steve Nash is there. Now, it sucks because Steve Nash doesn't have any head coaching experience, right? And you're looking at a lot of uh, black coaching candidates out there. Some have, are proven. Some are, you know, have, um, are, are getting a lot of, lot of uh, talk. You know, there's a lot of buzz around them uh, getting jobs. And you see Steve Nash jump, you know, jump ahead of all those guys. So, naturally, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that. And I understand that. And I don't think it's right. But I think this is a situation where you got to look at the player, KD.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I don't I don't follow basketball coaches to the same degree as as I would like the NFL. Right. Uh, but you see, you see that a lot in the NFL where where minority coaches get passed over for for head coaching jobs for you know the hot candidate. Yeah. Um, but I think, like you said, it's it's a it's a whole different dynamic to what you see in the NFL. That is really just hey, there's 31 white owners. I think what like 28 or 29 white GMs and they, they hire the people who they know and they're comfortable with right in the NBA. A lot of times, not, not in every case, obviously, but a lot of times, you know, the players can, can chime in and say, Hey, we want this guy. We want that guy. But I also feel like it's just not as important in the the NBA as it is in the NFL, uh, who, who the actual head coaches. Obviously you want to see people get their, their shot when they've earned their shot. But also, I saw Luke Walton win like 30-some games in a row just if, sitting down reading a newspaper.
0: If you're talking about yeah. a team success, sure, mm-hmm. I, I get what you're saying. But, you know, we're talking about, you know, equality, right? Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a huge deal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, these coaches need to get those get those opportunities. Um, but again, I, I think the cases that we're talking about where a player can come in – and say, I want this coach. There, there are a handful of players that can do that. LeBron, yeah. Kawhi, KD, Giannis, right? Um, if Giannis leaves Milwaukee, um, wherever he goes, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that too. <laughs> we, we, you know, if, if, he, he, if he leaves Milwaukee and wherever he goes, he says, I want this coach. If that coach is available, they're getting that coach. That's, that's yeah. all there is to it. That team will right. do anything. That team will do anything to appease a player like Giannis, right? Mm -hmm. So they have that kind of power, but um, it speaks to another issue, how black players perceive black coaches, right? Mm -hmm. I think a lot of black players are conditioned to think white coaches are better, right? you know, um, and, and that goes, that goes all the way back to high school level, right? Because black coaches aren't getting the same opportunities at the high school level. They're not mm-hmm. getting the same opportunities at the college level. So those players are being handled by white coaches, even assistant coaches, from the time they're kids. Yeah. You know, all the way up to the pros. And that's who they're identifying with as, you know, somebody who's an authoritative figure. Mm-hmm. You know, so they, so they look at the white coach, I think, a little bit differently. Now, you look at somebody like LeBron. LeBron didn't um, go to college, right? He didn't go to college. So I think... His views are a little bit different from most uh, NBA players, mm-hmm. you know. That's which is why he he felt more comfortable with Tyloo.
1: Right. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it for for me personally, like I don't I don't know enough of the the assistant coaches in the NBA and say to be able to say, hey, this guy deserved a shot or that guy deserved a shot instead of Steve Nash. Right. You know I mean, I mean, but obviously, I mean, he why does he deserve a shot? He has no experience, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, neither, neither did Derek Fisher, right? Like yeah, yeah. just neither did, I don't think Isaiah Thomas did either, but you know, they they were players and they got to skip the line because yeah. like I said, when, when you're a player, you can skip to the front of the line because what does it matter? Yeah. Like I, I, I'm not saying the coaches don't matter at all, but I, like I, said, I think it's less so than, than in the NFL. And I think it's easier to just step into that head coaching role without as much experience, uh, as opposed to football. But yeah. no, you're, you're absolutely right. That you know, this is something you see across all sports. Basically, it's not not just football and basketball where minority candidates don't get the same you know kind of kind of opportunities. Right, it just doesn't happen. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, like I said, I I, I think. With the players, um, you know, you, you, you mentioned it. It, it, it. Head coaches in in the NBA don't matter as much as head coaches in the NFL. There's less strategy involved, right? I'm not. And this isn't to like to put down, you know, uh, how complex that you know you know basketball can be. But yeah. you know, when you have when you have truly like superstar players i'm not talking about good players superstar players like we talked about lebron kd and, and Kawhi and them. they don't need to be coached they know what they're doing out there they know what they want to do out there you don't you don't need they, you don't need a head coach telling them how to how to run, you know play the game
1: well and you don't you don't need to script every play in a basketball game it's a much more free-flowing kind of thing and you, I mean, you look at lebron uh the offense that he runs. Is I'm going to stand like wh- when they when they really need to, to get the offense going when they need to score, and he's like I'm going to take over the offense. They run is I'm standing here and I'm just going to call out which defender I want to embarrass on this play. Yeah. and you're and, and that guy's going to come and set a screen. We're going to switch and I'm going to embarrass that guy. Yeah, the, the coach doesn't write that up. No, no. Like, you know, a, a lot of a lot of uh, NBA basketball goes, I think, by feel. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, in the moment, and that's not the way it is in, in football.
0: Right, which is why I understand. I, you know, I I don't begrudge any of these players. Um, like when when Kevin Durant wanted to come to Brooklyn, he said, "Look, I want I want Kyrie to come with me. I want I want uh DeAndre Jordan to come with me." And we had to push out D'Angelo Russell. I like D'Angelo Russell. I, mm-hmm. I like I like that young team that we were building, you know. But these guys are a level above, and we're trying to win a championship. So you got to let those guys go, and you're you're bringing. You look, you're, you're bringing the veterans, you're bringing the, the the big boys in, right? We always talk about this is a grown man's game. This, is, this ain't a young man's game. It's a grown right. man's game. And those grown men, when they're led by a superstar player, an elite player, don't need a coach that's going to try to hinder them, right? You need a coach that's going to just work with them, that can handle their personalities and say, okay, this is what you guys want to do. Okay, cool. We're going to – I'm going to make sure the rest of those guys follow your
1: lead. Yeah, uh, obviously, like so you know, there there is some X's and O's. There's some strategy there. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to downplay that
0: at all. Right, like right. It, That's
1: absolutely there. But I think the more important part is we're going to keep everybody's mentality where it needs to be.
0: Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, it. Look, it sucks. You know, I mean, I, I I was a fan of what Jacques Vaughn did this year for the team. You know, I would love to see him get an opportunity, but if that's not who KD wants. That's
1: not who he wants. Yeah, and at the same time, too, you know, Jacques Vaughn has had an opportunity. And,
0: and he's still there. It did
1: to, not go well.
0: <laughs> no, it, it didn't. It went but,
1: really poorly. No, but, you know, look, coaches grow, you know. and <laughs> yeah, I know I they do. But, no, but what, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, like, why should Jacques Vaughn get another chance right. before somebody else gets their first chance?
0: Right, in terms of resume, like, like what we just said, like you don't necessarily need, need to be a good coach to, mm. you know, to have success. I would have loved yeah. to I, – I, I wish – KD would have said, you know what, we're good with Jacques Vaughn. We're going to keep Vaughn, keep Vaughn as a head coach, and we're going to win with him. I would love to have seen that.
1: Yeah, you know? but also, you know, coaching a team of scrappy underdogs is different than coaching a team with superstars. No, you
0: know? but like I said, we're talking about managing personalities at this point, right?
1: Right, but what I'm saying is he didn't have to do that, Jacques Vaughn, you know, no, in, in, no. in his time with, with Brooklyn. No,
0: no, no, he, he didn't. But what I'm saying is I wish KD would have just said, no, I feel comfortable with him like mm-hmm. just, you know being in the in, you know you know I practice and you know, you know around the games and everything and I've spoken with him and you know I, I feel comfortable with him just keep him on board and and we we'll make it work you, you know what I'm saying
1: well, yeah but well yeah but what I'm saying is like he was he's been around him obviously right yeah. and he didn't say that so maybe maybe he just they say Jacques's not the guy to do it you know i,
0: I think I, don't know. I I think it was already predetermined that he wanted Steve Nash there maybe yeah, I, I think that's what, that's what it was. I think he already decided when he got there. When he got there, he already knew the players that he wanted around him and the coach that he wanted there.
1: Hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, that's possible. It's and if you're Brooklyn
0: man, like, I know all these, these moves are sudden and it seems like, man, like what are they doing? They're doing exactly what they need to do to appease a star and try to win a championship. Yeah. It may, it work. may not work, but this is what you have to do to try to make it, to try to make it happen.
1: What they need to do is start working on that Giannis pitch, because my man is not staying in Milwaukee.
0: Okay, so let's get into some uh, let's get into some some playoff talk. <laughs> um, I'm Jimmy. loving I'm loving the competition that the bubble has produced so yeah. far, man. Like this has been some quality
1: basketball. Jimmy Butler got kicked out of. I mean, I, I I don't know. I want to say he got kicked out of Chicago, but he got kicked out of Minnesota. He got kicked out of Philly. And now he's in Miami and dude, is all he does for the entirety of his career it's is snatch out. people's hearts out of their chest, man. He's such a baller. He is such
0: a <laughs> baller, man. And so, yeah, so right now, number one seed Milwaukee Bucks led by the, by the, uh,
1: soon to be two time MVP. Yeah. And defensive defending. Year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, 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 and defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, they're down 0-3 to the Miami Heat, who are just—they are balling right now.
1: Now, to to be fair, you know it—it it, it, Giannis was hurt yesterday. Yeah, um, they they were winning by I think it was nine with like ten minutes to go, but yeah, you know, he wasn't—he wasn't at 100. And and this is this is always my problem with teams who try to build like this. Fan fans like it where you can be like, oh, you know, homegrown team and all this stuff. And, oh, we're so deep. And look at all these role players stepping up. That ain't how you win, man. One star supported by role players is not the way to go. Right, right. And and, 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 you, and you saw why yesterday.
0: And, and, and this is, you know, we just had a conversation about um, the importance of, of coaching, right? They have a superstar. They had, you know, the best player in the league. Best player in the league. Um, but – if he can't go 100%, there's nobody else that can step up, right? right. You, you need you – need, well, one, you need, you, you need more players around him. But two, you know, it needs to be a well-coached team, man. It needs, it needs, you need players that know what to do with the ball when the star's not in the game.
1: Yeah. And I, I don't think Milwaukee's problem is coaching. I really don't. I, I think, you know, they, they, the, the other guys, like you said, just didn't step up. Chris right. Middleton is a good player. He's a really mm-hmm. good player. You know, he's he's a twenty point a game scorer. Yeah, he just didn't do it. You know? yeah. the the Lopez brothers are good, solid role players. They just, they weren't. You know, Brooklyn wasn't hitting any, any of them threes yesterday. Yeah. yeah. You know, they they fell apart in under the under the gaze of Lord Buckets. Yeah. <laughs> My man called them out and and, and stared them down, and they shrank. Yeah. That's all. So O three is the kiss of death. In the NBA, nobody's ever come back from O three. Just because it's never happened before does not mean that it's definitely not going to happen this time.
0: <laughs> well, I was about to say, look, I was about to say, look, maybe we could we could see history, right? Yeah. You you do have Giannis. Um, they are the number one team. Like we'll see, maybe he and, can. And he you, use some and of you
1: take it. out take away home court advantage. There's none yeah. of that. There's no you know. There's no, if they get hot, like there's no breaks. You know, you're playing every other day. You don't have time, you know, travel time to cool down. And right. like I said, you're not playing in Miami where they can get a little boost if, if things start to go bad. It's not going to happen. But, I mean, it's, it's nice to think about. Yeah, we'll see. For now. For now. <laughs> uh, they, go, another... they, they better not go home at four. They better not go home at four. No. Like, no you Giannis, can't Giannis will ask for his trade now. He'll be on the next thing smoking for sure. Giannis um, will be playing for somebody else in December.
0: Yeah, and we'll uh,
1: we'll say that for for
0: after this series is over. We'll we'll do an episode on where where do we think Giannis is going to go? Because I can't see him coming back if they lose. You can't come back right. if you lose. There, there's nothing more that that team can do to 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 get better.
1: Right, and and part of that's Giannis's fault. You know, you said you wanted Chris Middleton; he's your guy. You know, yeah. and so they paid him, and now yeah. you can't pay anybody else. That's true um, <laughs> that's tough. all right. let's move on
0: to the other playoff game uh from yesterday. Um, your Lakers took an l in the
1: first game against Houston,
0: which you know that that we weren't really surprised by that
1: they didn't right? take an l like they that was sparring they were getting they came said, they were just getting used to their speed that's,
0: that was that was round one of a, of a twelve round match where you know you just kind of trying to get a feel for what they're
1: going okay, to Okay, that was round one of a five-round match.
0: <laughs> no, 12-round <laughs> scheduled, scheduled match. <laughs> um, it's, it's just like it, – it reminded me of the Portland game, the first Portland yeah. game. Um, you know, they came out a little flat-footed. They didn't really look like um, they, they were in any kind of rhythm. They missed a lot of uh, open shots. Yeah, um, weren't
1: hitting their shots. And, yeah, and they didn't so. take
0: a lot of – they didn't take a lot of shots. Like I said before, um, you had Harden on AD – for a good portion of the game, he should have murdered Harden.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, it's just, it's just one of those things. They, they look like they were kind of taking that one as a getting to know you kind of, uh-huh. kind of game. Yeah. You know? they, they didn't play particularly well. Uh, and, and, and Houston did. Houston played really well. James Harden came out. He had a great game. PJ Tucker had a great game. Russell Westbrook. I mean, he came back to life twice and hit that three at the end so you know kudos to him i just don't think you're i don't think you can do it three more times
0: yeah no i don't think so either so um we both well he's the lakers fan so of course he picked the lakers to win a championship i picked him as well uh, neither one of us are worried right now in terms of our predictions so
1: no,
0: no we'll see how the game two goes yeah
1: there's there's never anything to worry about when you're playing houston
0: never Unfortunately, yeah.
1: I mean, I mean, look, I always say, I, I, just, I like, always
0: say, you never do it until you do it, right? So, you know, yeah, James Harden hasn't hasn't done it yet. Maybe, maybe he can do it with Westbrook. I don't, I don't think he can. I but, swear to God, man,
1: I won't be worried until they win their fourth game. I take a good eight hour hour sleep and wake up and find out it's still true. Yeah, like even right. just watching it, I won't believe that. They are one possession away from losing to Chris Paul, so that's why I, I just can't believe it. Mm-hmm. I can't. They believe They tried it. to lose that game. Yep. But unfortunately, Chris Paul is the bigger choker. Yeah. So. So,
0: yeah. Okay. So that's that's all there is. I, I think
1: that's that's Lakers in six. I think I think, so think, they'll, too. I think they'll still they'll steal another one, but that's yeah. Lakers in six.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Um, the other games, Clippers playing the Nuggets. That's going pretty much how you expect it to go.
1: Yeah, man. We talked about this before, and I really enjoy this aspect of the NBA playoffs. Because, you know, we, we always say it's a, it's a grown man's game and yep. you know, young teams don't win and all that. But they give you that first round where you have these magical matchups. Yeah. Right? And they're fantastic. Denver and Utah, you had Donovan Mitchell and, and Jamal Murray going back and forth every other day. I mean, dropping 50. And then and you're like, oh, my God, you know, he's so much better than I thought and blah, blah, blah. And then they go play the Clippers and you're like, all oh, right, they're not on that level. Right, yeah. It's a, it's a different level.
0: No, yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, you, you see the different tiers of of uh, of, of, of greatness, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, like like you said, you're you're seeing the young generation, but they could be moving forward, but they're just not that right now. It's not their time. Also, um, you look at a team like Denver. We do this all the time. You say, "Oh, they're young and they're stacked, and they just need to get a little bit older, and they'll be there." But what happens is, as Jamal Murray gets older. He looks around and he says, "I can't, I can't win here.
1: Jamal Murray will leave and well, pair I'm up with gonna, another superstar." I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree with you there because Jamal Murray's not a superstar. He's a dude who put a bunch of points on Utah.
0: That, okay. That's
1: who he is. He, he, okay. and again, but, I'm not saying he's a bad player. Obviously, I'm not saying that. Even he's, still, a, he's a good player. Even still.
0: <laughs> He, he he'll still leave <laughs> as soon as somebody says, "Hey, you want to play? You want to play with me over here on this super team?" Yes, yeah. that's,
1: that's that's what I'm into. I don't think he's going to leave because I don't think anybody's going to ask him. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I don't I don't think he's that type of player. Okay. And, and I and I think you know the same same kind of thing with Donovan Mitchell. He he I think I, I have more a little more expectation of him. You know, kind of blossoming into a super uh, action superstar. So, yeah. But I still don't I, – I, I'm saying like a, a higher percentage chance. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh-huh. I think he's going to be in Utah for, for his whole career or, or the majority of his career. Uh-huh. And, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll be – that guy who gets to the second round a couple of times, you know, a few times, maybe gets to a conference finals one year. Maybe. But maybe. It, it'll be – it's like a Dame Lillard thing, right? Yeah. And they'll, they'll just be there. And, and they'll be tough outs for the real stars every Look,
0: Dame year. is one year away from saying trade me.
1: No, he's not. Tell you, biggest martyr in the NBA. He he <laughs> loves he loves the fact that people think that about him, and he does. and he never has to prove it.
0: He's one year away from saying, "All right, man, I, I've had enough. I I can't do this anymore, guys. Get me out of here."
1: He right. loves it. He loves hearing how he's the superstar, and if he was somewhere else, he'd be winning titles and blah 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 all this stuff. And meanwhile, he can say. Oh oh we have to win this one to get into the playoffs. CJ, guard Karras. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All
1: right. Yeah.
0: All right. Um I think that's about it. You got anything else to cover there? We talk about the, the Raptors and Celtics.
1: Um <laughs> much to talk about there, man. Like that's uh that's gonna be over soon. That's yeah, gonna be over soon. Uh so look, I don't give Bucks much of a
0: chance to win. They got the kiss of death, oh mm-hmm. three. Um but I'm still going to show them that respect because they got Giannis. We'll see. We'll, we'll see if they win the next game. They win the next game. We'll see if they win the game after that. They win the yeah. game after that. You know, We'll see about game six. They win game six. All right, game seven. Then we're going to be sitting here talking and having a real conversation. Then you know, can, they, can they make history? right? Yeah. Um, the Raptors, as, as good as they look coming into the playoffs, you know, they, they look like they are, they are outclassed. They, yeah. you know, not, they don't look like they're choking. They look like they are outclassed.
1: Because they are. Yeah. I mean, look, that was that was an amazing pass from Kyle Lowry, an amazing shot from Ananobi, but it took that for you to get that one win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you, you're, 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 you don't have Kawhi, and, and as a whole, your roster is just not on the same level as Boston. Yeah. That's fine.
0: No, that's fine. That's fine. Look, um, a great follow-up year after winning a championship. And yeah, I didn't, I didn't think
1: they'd even be this good.
0: No, they, so. no, they're they really good. Well, well run organization and they're going to get another shot at some point to get another superstar.
1: Yeah. No. Maybe his name is Giannis. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I can mean, I, I, I see that. They, 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 he, the, the rumors out there, you know, the very early rumors were Miami and Toronto and you're not going to Miami. Not after they do this to you. So <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think, I don't think he's, he's KD. Right. Right? So it might, it might be Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've done an excellent job. This is what you got to do when you don't
0: – you're not in a, a, a major market, a major market, um, and, you know, you may not be the first choice for superstar players, right? You have to put yourself in a position to be attractive for for those players, you know, create relationships with them when you can, mm-hmm. and, you know, when they're available, make your pitch. That's exactly what Brooklyn did. Nobody yeah. – who was thinking about Brooklyn? nobody's yeah. thinking about them. You know, like – they made the worst trade in, in, in sports history. You know, we had a dumpster dive for years to, to, to get any kind of talent whatsoever, go overseas and, and like just, I mean, we gritted our way to, to, to the type of you know, team that we have now, and it was enough for Kevin Durant to say, hey, you know what, I like what they're doing over there. I like the culture over there. I'm going to give them a shot.
1: Yeah, and then, you know, on the other end of the spectrum, right down the street, you have the yeah. Knicks who say, Well, we play in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, we play in the garden. Play you want to play at the Mecca? Yeah. You ain't won anything since it's been 50 years <laughs> since you won anything. we are talking about we the Mecca of basketball. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You have two championships. The, the, the Celtics have what 20 something. The yeah. Lakers got close to 20, but we're the Mecca right New York yeah 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 <laughs> so
0: no nah, man you have to put yourself in a position to attract these players and that's what Toronto is doing and yeah I could easily see Giannis there so um, this series doesn't matter for Toronto man if you're a fan this doesn't mean anything you're, you're still high off of last year and you're, you're excited about what could be coming up around the corner so
1: mm-hmm.
0: man psh, enjoy the time you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just just enjoy it. I, I even if it's a sweep, you know, well it's not gonna be a sweep, they won one, but yeah. You know, you know, yeah. They lose the the next <laughs> it's still gonna feel like a sweep. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, and so what? Doesn't yeah, matter.
1: No, absolutely. Yeah, there's there's nothing to be upset about if you're a Toronto fan. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah.
0: All good times for you guys. All good times. But all right, we'll wrap it up there, I think. Is is there anything else you wanna cover NBA wise?
1: No, no, I think that's it.
0: A, yeah, it's gonna be a short off season, mm-hmm. right? Um, they're talking about doing the draft in
1: December. I don't think they have a a a like an actual dra- schedule yet. Yeah, because um, the 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 season you know it's looking like mid October is when it, that, that that's scheduled to end. If it you know if they they play the max games, yeah, and then you got to have free agency in the in the draft and and training camps and everything. So I mean, it's gonna be hectic. Yeah. I don't I don't know that they have anything any specific dates planned yet. Okay.
0: that would be perfect if they can manage to start the season right as the NFL finishes theirs.
1: That'd yeah. be perfect. I think they're I think they're gonna be looking to start up a little sooner than that though, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, okay. But even if you're looking at January, usually they start in October. So you got what, October, November, December. Like a three three or four month pushback. Mm. So that's enough for, for me not to have to uh suffer through that dead season of yeah. baseball. Look, I, I I know some some of our listeners when we when we get some more <laughs> are going to be baseball fans,
1: <laughs> or, or maybe they won't because
0: you yeah, keep man. you keep talking trash about their sport. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man, it's, just, it's not enjoyable to us, but I'm not going to keep crushing it. But all right, it's such a terrible terrible game.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know I could be that bored watching sports. Like I can watch any, i I watch playoff hockey. I'll watch soccer. I'll, I, even golf sometimes. But baseball, God, man. I don't know how how people do it.
0: Yeah. You know what I want to start covering? That uh, Punjabi slap play. That's Punjabi slap boxing. <laughs> Yo. Look, I am genuinely intrigued by that, man. And one of these days, you're going to see a special episode of Pujambi Slap Boxing. You're going to be like, what's going on? And we're going to tell you what's going on.
1: It's and- amazing to me that you have a group of people who are like, I desperately want to show that I'm much tougher than you, but I don't want to hurt you. Yeah. So I'm going <laughs> to keep my hand open and we're just going to slap each other instead of, instead of going closed fists. It looks fun. I ain't gonna lie, man. man. Uh, yeah, it, looks, at it, at it looks fun to watch. It doesn't look fun to. No, no, no. Fun, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was laughing at it first, but now I was like, "Well, let me, let me, let me look at this a little bit more. This, this does look kind of interesting." So, yeah, be on the lookout for that. We, co- we say we cover everything. We cover everything. <laughs> but, all right, guys, we're out of here. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Peace out. Lunch breakers and takers. If you like what you hear, you can go to anchor.fm slash LBHT slash support and support the show for as little as 99 cents a month.
1: You can also support by leaving us a five-star review on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, don't forget to check out our website at www.lbhtshow.com.
0: And make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at LBHT Show. And thanks for spending your lunch break with us. We'll see you next time.